Welcome, everybody, to the Loud and Drunk Podcast. I'm your host because I've heard that people are confused why I keep introducing myself as a producer. So I'm your host, Dan Legendson, joined <laughs> again by uh, the agent of chaos here, Moses. Moses, uh, previously on the Loud and Drunk Podcast, you wanted to talk about remakes while we were talking about Top Gun. So I figured mm. now is a great opportunity to, to open that conversation back up. Do you have anything nice to say about uh, remakes to open this up? Not terribly. On the way here, I was trying to think of one, and the only one that came to mind that even stood a chance of being considered good was uh, Fury Road. But that's not really oh, a yeah. remake. It's a, it's a sequel. It's kind of, yeah. yeah, it's a sequel. Yeah. So, yeah, no, they're all bad. <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We might want to call you Jay Sherman for this podcast. So these are dated jokes. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did we mention the critic on this podcast? <laughs> Too many times, Dan. No one knows what we're talking about. Fine. Then I'll talk about wrestling from here on out. <laughs> I'm also happy to report that Justin is back. Hi. I... Missed you terribly in the last podcast because you don't know what you got until it's gone. <laughs> and trying to wrangle these cats without a second person is nigh on impossible. Yeah. You know, I'm very glad to be back. And uh, I, I am sorry that I had to leave. I very much wanted to hear what Kim had to say about MRI accidents and stuff like that. But I heard the cats got out of the bag a little bit. Mm. So I am here to exert my false dominance on these yuck-yucks, mm. and let's get this show going. <laughs> need Speak this. Of, speaking of yuck-yucks, uh, we, we switched off of MRIs because these cats are all about the scans. Oh, you son wow. of a bitch. There wow. it is. Wow. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> Don't give it any attention. Move it along. Frustrating. And I am Jimmy Davenport. It's wonderful to be here. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what? Should, should Do I you and I know each other, sir? I've uh, I've read your bathroom stalls. Yeah, yeah. Let's listen. If you need my number, we can talk after the show. <laughs> I do need it so I can yeah. block it. I'm ready for action, I'll tell you that. But before we get into all of that, <laughs> I want to just talk to you briefly. Are you doing all you can to take care of yourself while you're online? Are you truly protected? Well, we can't help you because we don't have a VPN sponsor. <laughs> but you can become a sponsor by subscribing to this podcast. We are on Apple, Google, Spotify, and Everywhere else you get your podcasts, help us out by giving us a five-star review. By the way, you can actually give us a five-star review on Facebook, too. So if you're following us on Facebook, please do so as well. We are also on YouTube and Rumble, so be sure to smash that like button, leave us a comment, share this video with your friends, and subscribe to our channels. We want you to be a part of this conversation, so join us on social media. We are at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you like this podcast, then become a Loud and Drunk supporter on Locals at loudanddrunk.locals.com. So, gentlemen, I have another thought experiment to begin you know, another podcast. I, I love these. Mm. So, what I want you to do okay. for, for this thought experiment, I want you to pick one profession that if you could do away with, not in terms of it goes away, but if you could just go the rest of your life without ever having to deal with it again— just one. Mm. That's the one you pick. Also, we can't all pick the same one. So whoever right. goes first. Cops. Oh. <laughs> oh. Th there we yeah. go. Cops. So I was going to let you go first anyway, <laughs> Mr. Davenport. I feel very passionate because about Davenport is very passionate. I am. Yeah. yeah. And as a lifelong criminal, my name is Jimmy Davenport. What's <laughs> <laughs> your social there, Jimmy Davenport? Uh, listen, we're going to talk again after the show. All right. Uh, well, it's a Davenport decision. 
So I'm glad that you. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> this is, we're going to get uh, whatever the equivalent of a Grammy is for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the what is the equivalent of that? <laughs> Should I, so, should I describe my, my distaste for the police? Well, is everyone... Yeah, you, no, by everyone all means. Got it down? Oh, means. Oh, oh, yeah. Then, then absolutely. You have the floor, Mr. Davenport. Yeah, what I, is I wrong with the, the police? Simplest, <laughs> no, go on, please. <laughs> the, the simplest version of it would be that my run-ins with the police have not always been the most pleasant of experiences. I have a general problem with the concept of, you know... I Basically, I look at it where I compare it, the profession that you've chosen to choices that I would make. And I feel like that when one chooses to enter into that particular career, you've also made the decision that you want to tell people how they should be living. And if it was all like, you know, fucking roses, then it would just be that you're stopping murderers and rapists and like, you know, doing the job as we would like to imagine, the uh, heroicism of the job. But in practice, a lot of times you're just collecting money for the government, but you're doing it with a gun on your hip, which makes you a little bit worse than somebody working for the IRS, which is somebody that none of us really, really care for. So my general sentiment about it would just be along those lines, that essentially the job of a police officer is more or less to collect money for the government at every level that the government exists, just to line their own, you know, pockets, coffers, so on and so forth. And oftentimes what it involves is removing freedoms from individual people. You know, again, if the job that you're doing is right, you know, if you're if you're doing your job well and you're allowed to do your job well as a police officer, God knows there's good cops out there, but you're still kind of bound to the system. So if you're doing it right, then yeah, you're you're stopping bad people, you're helping good people, you know, insofar as what that means. And that is a good thing. And you do need that in a society. The reality of it is, is that when you're being paid by the state, when you're an arm of the state, and in this case, you're you're an armed vessel of the state, then you're probably going to be going about your day-to-day -day routine in such a way where you're basically, you know, going up to somebody with a sidearm and telling them that you need something out of them, which, you know, in, in other cases, you just call that robbery. And uh, yeah, that's my general perspective on it. I feel like of the other professions that I don't like where they leave a dirty taste in your mouth, they don't have the gun. And that makes it a little bit different. I'm not a huge fan. You know, uh, Davenport, I was expecting you to actually be even more aggressive knowing your past interactions. Uh, a lot of crimes. Yeah, a lot of crimes. All the crimes. Yeah. A Very. villain. <laughs> a villain. I have uh, two questions. Mm. It's a two-part. Why are you such a terrible criminal that you keep getting caught? And, I'm an idiot. Um, why do you hate guns? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Why do you hate guns? Why do I hate guns? Yes. Guns are only used to murder people. Um, they're not well, used for any other purpose. Usually children. They murder animals, too. No, that is not true. That is, that is a misnomer from uh, a big firearm. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm not an advocate it's of that hoax. line of thinking. No, animals in, in nature, the way that we normally do it, animals never harm each other. That's just not a thing that happens in nature. Um, and in fact, people create guns to threaten other people into choking out animals in the wild, in the forest, and so on and so forth. It's egregious, and I think that it's just terribly mm. wrong. Once again, my name is Jimmy Davenport. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, listen, like, I'll, uh, I'm... A little more neutral on police, as I've had less problems. I'm very white. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I, Jimmy Davenport, am a black man, just to be clear. I am extremely black. It does not help. But, uh, I also like, drive a Cadillac, and it is dropped down because, once again, I am black. It is, it is candy apple red, and that is nice. Like a, yeah, I, I have friends that are cops. I have a, a lot of family that are cops. But what I will say is that job attracts a certain type of person. Agreed. It is an easy path 
for someone who wants power to get power. Agreed. Now, for as many good cops as there are, you got to understand that there's a bunch of shitheads just craving the power of the station. Yep. And, you know, and that's just see the truth of the matter. Yeah. Like, like I said, I, I'm a, connected to a bunch of good cops. Like, really cool people. But, like, I have dealt with wildly, like, in, in it's the, I always find it's the young ones. Because I feel like maybe at some point they always get weeded out for something. But, like, just something with a chip on their shoulder. Now I got a something gun to, my Something head to prove. And, yeah. And it I'm, I'm going to show you that I have the power in yeah. this world and I can, it's tough. I can interject a little bit about Please, this yeah. because in my last year in the Navy, they uh, I went uh, TAD, which is temporary assistance uh, duty. I was with security, and that's the closest you're going to get without actually being shore patrol and anything like that to being a cop. Sure. And so it's the small – It's and I, I noticed that in people that were, like, were generally around me. It's just a slight amount of authority. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're just all twisted and you're just like, oh, well, I get – because I – one of the things you had to do when you were insecurity is you had to do your analysis. You literally had to watch, you know, people uh, yeah. take a piss. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one guy who was actually – I was an E4 and he was an E3. Uh-huh. So he's a rank below me. Right. And he's still talking about, like, I don't have to do that. I graduated from this. So, like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, how – you're, you're talking right in front of an E6, right. and he can, and she can just ruin your day, and yep. she did. It's like, oh, you graduated from this, huh? <laughs> you got the next guy. Yep. Yeah, and yep. it's just you you run into it because not only does it foster the amount of like that type of person, that kind of like authoritarian kind of yeah, yeah, that that bully, but it also once you join it, it fosters that kind of uh, mentality with you, even if you're not like that, because yeah. it does bring out the aggression in you to that degree. Oh, for when sure. you're when you're around people. When you're around people all the time and you develop the camaraderie that exists in any type of a career, then there's always going to be some level of of mimicry and the desire to fit in. You don't want to be the, you know, if you're working with a, a crew of 10 people, you don't want to be the weak bitch in it. You know, whether you think of it that way or it's a subconscious thing, it's a reality of, of the human condition. So there is a level of mimicry that goes on where if you're surrounded by shitty people, then you're going to exhibit some of those tendencies, even if you're not that person. It's how you make fucking, you know, fucking concentration camp guards. It's the same type of thing. You can take decent, normal people. They will adapt to their situation, people which is are commendable not, and, and negative yeah, in some cases. People are not as stalwart and as stoic as they think they can be. No, absolutely we not. We always adapt to our environments, whether we want to or not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's... If you're not playing the game, you're not going to be accepted. Yeah. And, you know, and we all want to be accepted. That's the truth it, of it. We all just, want to be accepted. It's natural. Yeah. It's natural. But yeah, it's, you know, it sucks. You got to understand that, you know, people that go that way, they're, they're fucking humans. And, you know, fucking X amount of fucking 10 humans are fucking shitheads. Oh, yeah. Uh, exactly. yeah. Come on. The percentage oh. there is not working in your favor yeah. if, you're, if what you want is decency. That's, yeah. that's a bit generous because uh, all humans are garbage. Yeah. Fair. I mean, we're talking to you, aren't we? <laughs> Thank you for considering me uh, part of your species. No, I was calling you <laughs> raccoon before we started the podcast. So that's fair. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to Justin. Sure. Do you have a profession that you would mm. like to eliminate from your life entirely? Yes. Uh, I think I have something here. Salespeople, especially commissioned salespeople. I agree with this. They (laughs) are the absolute worst. They want to live so far up your ass that they'll be eating your breakfast for you. (laughs) And it is just the worst. I mean, whether it's 
car dealership. Oh, is, yeah. Is a primary that's, that's, point of I feel like that's the top uh, of the yes, list. Yes, yeah. Horrendous. They will. <laughs> and you know what's funny, too? You rarely actually deal with a good, like, a good properly sly salesman. No. It's just somebody that's trying to, but they're so slimy and so shitty. They're aggressive. And you are so fully aware of what no. they're trying to do to yeah. you the entire they process. They just browbeat you. Yeah. That's all that it is. Uh, almost worse is like low end commission jobs at like PC Richards. Oh, yeah. Where you, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it's still in business fully, but like, um, yeah. God, the shit they will try to outright lie to your face about yeah. like features of appliances and yeah. stuff like that. It's absolutely insane. I love the one of the things that goes hand in hand, I think, with that type of like aggressive salesmanship mm -hmm. is the manipulation of people's concepts of money, spending and savings, because most people in general are not super financially savvy. That's absolutely so correct. So that's, that's just like the way that it is. So you can either just like let that be, or you can use that to your advantage. Yep. Obviously, if you're a salesman, then that's you're, you're going with the latter of the two. And I love the phrases, and I've only experienced it really with like car salesmen and whatnot, yeah. where they'll like imply, you know, I'll say like, I don't want this thing because I don't want it because it seems bad. And you'll get like this like tacit, like off the fucking shoulder kind of like, well, if you don't like saving money. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not saving money by giving you $20,000. I'm losing $20,000. The fact that you're even attempting to reframe this in some way that I'm financially benefiting myself is so insane it's like gaslighting but it's like it's and that's what it feels like like i'm dealing with like an ex that i hate but i don't know how to navigate the situation because i just want to be out of it and yet i do need to purchase a vehicle that is so well put that is exactly it's like dealing with an ex that is absolutely just gaslighting the shit out of you yeah yeah it's so is, frustrating I, I fucking hate it and like you, you can't escape it because like say like I do a lot of like home projects, so I got to go to like Home Depot and Lowe's a bunch. There's always an asshole there trying to sell me either fucking water cleaner or solar or <laughs> fucking something. As soon as I see a fucking clipboard, yeah, I, my my blood pressure just starts yeah. fucking boiling. And it's like, and they're trying to tell you that you're fucking yourself over by trying to do what's right for you financially. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, man, you are an idiot. But listen, if you want to burn your whole life down and your wife and children to leave you, then by all means, don't buy my fucking water whitener, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> and then you feel obligated to respond, but there's no nice way to do it. And you still don't want to be in a fight with somebody at a Lowe's on a Tuesday. <laughs> Because there's no reason for that either. Well, that's, so that's, you're really boxed in. That's the thing there. I mean, at least at places like that, I can just fucking dead eye right through them. And then they just, I just keep on moving on. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? You need the fortitude to do that. Yeah. And a lot of times I feel like those salesmen, and this is what I find particularly slimy about it. It's that they're preying on people who really are so avoidant to the confrontation. Yeah. So it's like, you'll dead eye them. I'm like so fucking wound up in my <laughs> own life and never really <laughs> vent it to people who deserve it. Yeah. That I'm waiting for someone to look at me cockeyed so that I can beat the shit out <laughs> yeah, of them exactly and leave right, them for yeah. dead on the side I, of the turnpike. I treat them all as if I was like walking down the street uh, smoking a cigarette and somebody asked me for a cigarette. Like, ah, oh, sorry, last one. 
Every time. And they're just like, <laughs> that has nothing to do with what You're I asked. You're holding so, your full And they're, just, they're, they're just bewildered because I'm like, they're like, oh, uh, you want to save money? I'm like, well, I just, this is my last cigarette, so I can't give you one. <laughs> so I got to go. <laughs> that is not where I thought you were going with that, no, but yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah. It's a great answer, actually. <laughs> it's just confusing. I, I hope that the people are listening right now. That is a great response. Just, <laughs> I, but like some of them are like wildly aggressive. I remember... Uh, I mean, this is not racing maybe like two years ago, but I went to, what's that? It's like the shittier version of Costco. BJ's? BJ's, yeah. yeah it yeah, is yeah. the shittier version <laughs> by a lot. I went in there and it felt like I was in like fucking Djibouti or something. <laughs> yeah. It was like lower Baghdad. It is like a bazaar. Yeah, uh, it is, yeah. And uh, strangely dirty because you know they clean it every night and you had to, somehow it's like they, they get there in the morning and it's just filthy again. Oh my God. But like no one's actually locks. been in the space. But um, we were leaving there and I'm, I'm with my mom and this guy, I can't remember what he was selling, was probably solar or something like that. Literally came up and like grabbed my mom's cart and was like, wow, I need to talk one. to you for a second. And my mom's very nice. She's very sweet. And like, <laughs> no, that's not my baby. To strangers. <laughs> um, this dude's like trying to solicit information out of her and like yeah. trying to set her up for like, oh, we'll come to the house. It was, yeah, that's what it was. It was solar and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like. No, we got to go. No, get your hand off my mom's shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, and the dude was so fucking pushy. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, he wants I might have to smack the shit out of you, my yeah. man. Like, yeah. you better back the fuck off. Is selling this solar worth dying <laughs> over? <laughs> Is that where you're at in your own life? Like, holy shit. <laughs> it's fucking it's bananas. I hate it. That, and that's it. Yeah, no, fuck. Fuck all of them. I, I don't agree. know what a better thing would be. I don't care. Fuck them. Mm. And if that's your job, fuck you too. <laughs> I'll second that. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> all right, Moses. Uh, uh, I mean, all the good ones are taken now. <laughs> um, I, I would say probably uh, it's a cross between like uh, the customer service that you call or uh -huh. the cold calls that you get. Mm -hmm. Usually for solar, I don't know how many solar. <laughs> I don't know how many solar companies there are out there, but I know it's above one million. And I have gotten a call from each and every one of them. It's the same guy with different names. Yeah, but I block these numbers. Yeah. Well, and when you're making solar money, you can just get other lines. And the, my question is, like, is uh, sometimes I'll be bored and entertain them. And it's like, oh, do you have solar? I'm like, no, but I live out of my car. It's a 64 Pinto. I've heard you can do I, this, actually. Can I, this is quite funny to hear. Can I put a, a solar panels on there so I can, you know, cruise down the road and then yeah. I can get rid of my alternator yeah and yeah, it's a perfect cycle and they're like no no that, that's not how that works no. i'm like well, so, then, so they're not good salesmen is well then saying. i asked them the well, answer is yes how exactly does solar work yeah oh no good and good. then i'll put the phone down they'll i guess explain it i don't know because i step <laughs> take, away i think that they take the power of the wind and then it goes straight into the engine block so it's just captain planet gasoline it's something like that. What I heard is that you have those wind farms in the ocean, and they chop up a bunch of birds, which brings a bunch of whales to the surface. And that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Whale oil. Some sort of harmonic stuff yeah. kills all the whales. And yeah. that's what makes the glaciers melt. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. You get, that, you get that ambergris <laughs> out of the whales. Yeah. That sweet, sweet ambergris. That. Yeah, yeah, but you smell beautiful. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And at the same time, the windmills are blowing this planet a little bit further from the sun. So I know, it's getting it's cooler crazy. all the yeah. time. That means less air conditioning. <laughs> so now we're really saving money, people. I mean, thank God we got the people on the wall to tell us about these changes. Oh, thank God, otherwise I would be totally ignorant. <laughs>
<laughs> but yes, uh, Moses, I do agree with you. The fucking, I don't know, you'll call, the call center well, people. Well, the call center, because I had an interaction with, uh, yeah, I guess I could say them, uh, TD Bank. And I was <laughs> well, over. Big TD Bank's going to come for you. Well, yeah. They always do. Toronto Dominion <laughs> strikes again. <laughs> and, and I had a customer service, like I went, I had an overdraft. And I'm like, well, you know, like the money's in there. It's just. Like, I didn't approve this. It's mostly charge. an ambergris. <laughs> well, yeah. Can and, and they're like, well, some, can you not convert that? Some, some people like overdrafting their, their account. I'm like, who? <laughs> who would like that? Because it certainly isn't poor people because they ain't got the money to pay the 35 or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, you know, because now it's you're wild. doubling. It's yeah. like, why, why would anybody like this? Like, well, some people do. I'm like, no, get it. Like, stop. Yeah. I'm hanging up now yeah. because I'm getting aggravated. That, that is the yeah. most asinine statement I think I've ever heard. Some people like Yeah, some people like that. They have two different kinds of... I mean, not for nothing. Like, there's a lot of politics. It makes, it like, makes some people feel just dangerous. Oh. I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Millionaires aren't using TD Bank, you know? <laughs> That, that's they can't afford. Like, most people that use TD Bank can't afford the thirty-five dollar overdraft. Because obviously they had an overdraft. Well, they can't afford shit. What you're missing, Moses, is that what they love is the challenge and the struggle because they know that it builds character. Oh, <laughs> uh, they've made a very, very disgruntled. I do my best work on curmudgeon. The yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that I have this pressure until the day that I die, and I hope I can pass this pressure onto my children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what more could you ask for? Ah, uh, nothing really. <laughs> oh, the call center people are fucking insane. Yeah, it's in like you know those cold calls where it's like, oh, I I got one for the PBA. I was just gonna a bring general this up one, yeah. just a general like. I'm like, oh, does this go to my my local police department? They're like, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it goes to the police benevolent association. I'm like, yeah, but does that benefit my local area? And I had, up, I, had I, I got one of those calls like a year or two ago, and I, I I answered it for whatever stupid fucking reason. It was just a random number, mm. and the guy's like, money for the PBA, and I straight up said, I was like, I don't support the police. Mm. And instead of hanging up on me, which presumably oh. was his oh, job, right. because he's obviously trying to get money for the <laughs> yeah. PBA, instead he chose to engage with me because he was so personally offended. And he was and he basically gave me like, what the fuck do you mean? And I was like, I don't agree with what the police do for the most part, which he did not like that either. And then he was like, it's for baseball, for kids and things <laughs> like that. And I was like, is it though? Like how much of the money goes to baseball for kids? Can you give me the yeah, yeah, percentage? You know what, and he was like, down. no, nobody knows the percentage. Can you like, send me a copy of your book? Yeah. Yeah. Like to- <laughs> somebody knows I was the like, percentage. You're, you're a cop asking for money. You guys don't get paid enough. You get paid fucking six <laughs> figures a year to sit in your fucking car and like hand out tickets to people for what? Like fucking like the yellow, like went through a light that was too yellow. And uh, uh, yeah, no, I was, too, now I'm frustrated. On now our, I'm frustrated. On Where's my dr- drink? On our drive here, we passed uh two stadies who had pulled over like an elderly lady in a little well, white sedan. Elder. I didn't get to see who was in yeah, it, but yeah, yeah. I just knew it was a Buick, so I guess it was elderly. Yeah. Of course they were elderly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Buick. They stopped making those 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> they live in our hearts forever. Huh. Uh, you know what? That felt good. I feel like I've gotten something off my chest. I feel a little vented. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I do have to buy a car within the next year. So, oh, man, oh, good luck. Uh, yeah. You did something that pseudo circumvent but you had all the these other problems you went through one of those online buyer things right oh yeah i went through carmax yeah that sucked balls holy yeah. shit i uh i i 
it was like during COVID, so you couldn't go to a regular dealership because right. they weren't allowed to sell you a car. And um, so I went on to CarMax and I was like, well, you know what? I never would have done this, but it must be easier because mm-hmm. you don't actually have to go and deal with this bullshit. And their whole pitch is like, we don't have commission, which maybe that's true. Maybe it isn't. I mean, that'd be great because yeah. why? Well, is their there policy commission? is one. Like, even if that's true and there is no commission, and I, I believe that, there's no reason to doubt it from my experience. Mm. But the person on the other end, like their job, I don't know what they're paid as a salary. So if sure. it's not commission, sure. they're paid some sort of a salary to just do the exact same thing <laughs> right. as a commission salesman is. Do so they- the person just like straight up lied to me, but obviously I didn't have the car in front of me. So I was like, this is the car that I want. And they list all of the things. So I was like, this is it. You know, like that's yeah. said and done. This is the mileage. It's the engine, yada, yada. And, um, and I confirmed, you know, this is the thing, right? It's a young lady. And she's like, yep. That's that's the whole shebang. And I was like, cool, I'll buy it. How do I give you money? <laughs> and she's like, well, we're going to have to go through a two-week process oh. where you take photos of cashier's checks and like your oh, license no. and like all, like all this fucking shit. And it's like, to a degree, I get that. So I go through all of these hoops and I'm like, you know what? Still worth it. Not a big deal. Need the vehicle. And then they roll up with the vehicle and it's like two kids. Like they were young. <laughs> they were like 19 years old. Sure. And they both roll up with the vehicle. I guess one driving the vehicle to bring them back. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and I was so frustrated at this point just because the process was so drawn out. And um, and I see the one kid, he's like, because I catch him in like in the driveway kind of scenario. Right. And the one kid is getting like a ribbon out of the back of their van, their oh, secondary vehicle. No. That's like Aww. three feet wide. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry, what are you doing? This is my first words to them, by the way. Like, I haven't even said hello. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, and he's like, oh, we're, we're, we're get, dropping off this car. I'm like, yes, the car is for me. Yeah. And, and he's like, okay, great. Like, congratulations on your new car. And he continues with the ribbon. And I'm just like, stop. Stop what you're doing. I do not want my neighbors seeing what a bitch I am that I can't go and buy a fucking car like a grown-ass man. Like, oh, that's like, hilarious. Yeah. So he stopped doing that. He asked me multiple times if I was sure. It's like, I clearly live alone. Uh, you that- know, so like, what the fuck is this ribbon for other than for me to be be ashamed of my own it's actions. It's like those commercials from the 90s where the dude gets his wife a Alexis car. For, Alexis for, for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. like, yeah. that's a big gift. And also, oh, yeah. she doesn't even know she's getting a car. <laughs> no. So he just picked out whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's uh, what you do that when you have a, probably, a Russian prob- male bride. That kid but, probably uh, got fired because you didn't let him put that ribbon on. I, you know, I was going to say I hope so, but that's mean. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. he's, you know what? I don't feel bad about it. Yeah. He was just trying to get his fucking, uh, you know, his bar money. So he says to me, because I'm still standing at the end of the driveway, so there's 20 feet between me and the vehicle and um and they're like do you want to like check it out make sure that you love it you know we want your review and i said to him straight up because i was again i was frustrated and i was just like if it's the car that i ordered then no i don't need to check it out because i already know everything about it this isn't like a casual purchase this is a twenty thousand dollar vehicle yeah so it better be the fucking thing that i ordered it wasn't it was not at all that vehicle. They gave you a chance. It was the engine was completely different than the one that I actually purchased. And then I had to jump through fucking hoops to get even any any type of recompense. They never acknowledged their mistake. I got money back. And in the end right. I think I got like a fair deal. Didn't the- you also have trouble getting a key? Oh, for yeah. the actual I, car, I thought yeah, there was like I thought there was paperwork issues, a key issue. Yeah, there was, yeah, the paperwork issues were like so secondary to the rest. Right, of it. right. But yeah, I got it, and they were like, so I asked them, they like go to hand me the key, and this is my only interaction with the vehicle before like the kids left. Right, and they hand me the key, and I was like, where's the you know the key fob, you know the fucking yeah. the, key, the keyless entry, you know all the mm. things that cars <laughs> these days <laughs> have, you know it's not 1980, <laughs> you know, and um and they were like, oh, let us call up the shop, so they do that, and they come back, and they're like, they forgot to put that in here. <laughs> 
but we're gonna mail it to you. And I'm like, okay, okay. I hope you mail it to me because I'm I'm so frustrated right now, and I really don't like raising my voice. So let's just not let's not go down this dangerous mm. road. Mm. I've got a lot of pent up aggression. <laughs> You're welcome. And sure enough, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Weeks go by. I call up. And I get somebody completely different on the phone. Of one course. Of, one of the joys of dealing with uh, a, an online-only company, <laughs> that there's not one person to talk to where they actually feel like a little threatened by your presence. Mm. This is just new people each time and they're in a different state. And they just say to me, they're like, no, they, that wasn't said to you. I'm like, oh, oh. delightful. <laughs> so not only do I uh, do I have some sort of like senility setting in at a fairly young age, but I also don't have a goddamn key fob. <laughs> it's called gaslighting. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm like, well, listen, this vehicle needs that, and I will return it without that. I've also put 2,000 miles on it since last we spoke because <laughs> it took weeks to answer my fucking phone call. And um, and they were like, all right, listen, we're going to put the key in your vehicle. We'll install that. I'm like, fine. You can come out here and do that. Send out one of your texts. I don't give a fuck how you do it. I'm being more than patient by waiting. All this time goes by. Call back. I have to call them. Yeah, And, they go, and they go, listen, we checked with the texts, and it's not possible to install <laughs> a remote control on your locks. And I had to say to this person, and I pray to God, and this is rare for me to say this because yeah. I have such a disdain for people's goddamn ignorance. Mm -hmm. And I'm an ignorant person, but like there are limits to where like you just go from being a regular dumb person like myself to being like full blown on the retarded spectrum. And you shouldn't have, you should be institutionalized somewhere where people can properly take care of you. And she straight up said to me, she just goes, it's not possible to do that. And I had to explain to her that if the thing is controlled by electricity, and it is, because it literally has power in the name, <laughs> power locks, <laughs> then you can control it with a remote. That's how it works. The remote signals the, the actuator, whatever the fuck it's called, that sends the signal that makes the thing work. And she was like, well, I'll have to look into that. <laughs> you don't have to look into it. It's a, you can just go on Wikipedia right now and look at how a remote control works. It doesn't require any investigation. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go to a local shop and I'm going to do it. And then you guys can just reimburse me for it, which ended up inevitably happening. Yeah. And I, I did tack a little bit onto the bill because yeah, no, 100%. for the fucking time and oh, frustration. Because that oh, would have been God. my threat. It's yeah. like, listen, you know what? Fair enough. It's impossible. I'll go get it done. Yeah. And then I'm going to bill your ass yeah. for it. Exactly. Yeah. Because I, that's just it. You know, when you're as retarded as I am, you can do the impossible. <laughs> <Right>. Cormax can't. <laughs> they can't do that. But I can. And there's in the thing from Moses's point is like those people, they actively choose to be either by stupidity or just being shitty fuckheads yeah. Yeah. to be complicit in like the scam. I, I know that for a it's fact. A, it's a I little, used to do it. It's a little bit of both. Yeah. It's, 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 I think that for the most part, the people who do these things, you know, like they actually are that dumb. They are legitimately like that fucking dumb because what happened was, is that CarMax's policy was that they told these people who were answering the phone, who were doing the deal, whatever. Right. And they said to them, it's not possible to open up a lock, an electric lock with a remote. It's just impossible. It can't be done because of the laws of physics. And that person heard of that and they were like, wow, I learned something today. And then they passed that on to me. And, and again, as retarded as I am, imagine dealing with a level of retardation that's so much above your own. And, oh. and, and, you, and then you just got to drink that in. And at the oh. same time, not curse. I, something that I have such a oh, proclivity oh, for doing. Yes, because they'll just hang up on your ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We also have yeah. to air this, so <laughs> don't use those words. Yeah, well, here, here we are, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, gentlemen, before we move on, do you want to hear my answer? Yes, please. Uh, so it's actually kind of funny. We left a lot of occupations on the board. Doctor, yes. lawyer, yeah. dentist. And I'm going to continue. Even I heard though- boxer instead of doctor. I think that was the first one she said. It was doctor. Dr. Right, boxer. Yeah, I heard boxer for a moment. I was like, wow, damn, that's weird. You don't have to watch boxing. We left, po- we left politician on the board. Yeah, oh, that's that a great answer. Yeah, Ed I mean, I think that, we kind yeah. of engrossed that with the uh, uh, customer service uh, commission salesman. Yeah, it's a, it's like a show job. It's the same job. Yeah, your job is to be a liar. You're yeah. a professional liar. Yeah. And those will continue to be off the board because my answer is... HR reps. Oh, oh. no. Uh, they are a bunch of card carrying commies. Mm. They are corporate sponsored, so it's that nice little mix between the two. Yeah. Um, and you, they push the most vile kind of propaganda on you in a corporate setting. They push the, you know, the DEI stuff, diversity, equity, inclusion yeah. stuff. Yep. They were initially to my understanding, there to make sure that, you know, when women first entered the workplace, that they didn't get sexually harassed after all the shit that went down in, like, you know, the 50s and 60s. <laughs> no. Yeah, that makes That's sense. That's not really the case <laughs> anymore. No. If you ever take— At, an, at least it's far less so. Yeah. If you ever take an HR test, which you have to do every once in a while in a corporate setting— don't ever actually take the course because you will ace it on the first <laughs> try if you follow this key step. The white guy is always wrong. Well, obviously. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't need you to tell me. Unless that. we're playing hockey, yeah. Now, if, it's not, if there's no white guy involved and it's just a man and a woman, the man is always wrong. Mm-hmm. So with that kind of strategy, I, I think of all the HR tests I've ever had to take, I think I've only got a collective 10 answers wrong. and also uh you know we've talked about you know cops you an encounter with a cop can get you know very deadly oh because they the opportunity is there and so if you one day hr is gonna have sidearms (laughs) you'll be saying a different time when you run first the teachers (laughs) when you run into that it is you you know uh, whenever i've gotten pulled over by cops and you could say look well dan you're white why would you be concerned it's because since (laughs) i was a kid my dad has always told me like 10 and toe don't take your hands off the wheels. Yeah. Uh, don't, That's wheel. good advice. And, and just like, don't even reach yeah. or, you know, your I right think license. I can see the black yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're still a terrible Mexican. Yeah. And here well, I was, <laughs> just thought it was regulated to in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if, as long as you undergo a certain, like, procedure, and also for me it's a little easier because I was in the military, so I kind of know what it is. Yes, sir, no, sir, no excuse, sir sure. type of deal. HR, there's none of that. No, and no. HR, too, will just bully you just to get whatever the hell they want. Like, if you didn't undergo a certain medical procedure and they said you have to do it, they will continue to harangue you to do it. Wow. No. A cop never did that to me. Now, a right. cop could easily threaten. <laughs> no, an ex- any encounter you have with a cop is sort of a threat on your life because mm. you... You have you, to understand you're dealing with a gun. You are yeah. dealing with an elevated situation but a cop has never threatened my livelihood in that shape way or form and also every time i've encountered the cop i've been always like at least in like in not like two or three occasions i've always been wrong Mm. you know maybe like oh god bless you sweet summer child (laughs) (laughs) that's just my that's just me that's just me i got pulled over for eating a peach once well that's a a tale for another podcast that was somebody's home (laughs) <laughs> Listen, I, I, this is America. I should be allowed to eat peaches wherever One, I want. One, like, respect. Two, 
Were you absolutely covered in peach juice? <laughs> First of all, you can see how I look right now. I'm covered in peach juice at the moment. Yes, I was covered in peach juice. He slipped That's in. the only way that I can keep the police from touching me. They don't want to get that sticky. Now, you know, those peaches are always just so juicy. I could eat a peach for hours. You got to you got to take the Davenport and uh, procedures to not have that happen. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot that I was Jimmy Davenport. <laughs> Well, gentlemen, from professions that we want to never exist <laughs> ever again, let's talk about movies we mm. never yes. wanted to exist in the first place. Remakes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Now, oh, boy. Now, remakes are actually sort of in the news because Disney will not stop churning out live action <laughs> yes. remakes of movies that never needed to be remade because they were made like 20, 30 years ago. It's called ago. being out of ideas. <laughs> yes. Well, also, exactly. a lot of those movies were just old stories. Yeah. So none of it was like it's remaking a book. Yeah, into I mean, that's fair. a cartoon, yeah, yeah, even into a live action movie. movie. There are very few like new IPs out there when it comes to like entertainment. Everything we're playing on classic storyline. I mean, if you can go back fucking forever, you know the classic heroes. Quest, you know, the yeah. storyline. Yeah, this, like uh, the storylines are quintessential. They're all movies, for the most part, that people remember and enjoy. There's a romantic element. The girl, the guy has to get the girl. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the conflicts are obviously going to be limited by conflicts that are in some way relatable. No, of course. So you're always going to be working from the same kind of set of ingredients. Yeah. So there's been, particularly, I would say, and this metric would be completely wrong, but in my opinion, like the past 20 years has just been rife with just stonking bad remakes of uh, IPs that we well, at least knew and respected from like the 80s and earlier. Yes, especially the 80s yeah. more so. Yeah. Like they always remake a older kind of flick yeah. in some way or another, but yeah, it, it's mostly 80s now. Let me let me jump in right here with a uh, a movie that I was absolutely furious infuriated that they remade, Point Break. Uh, that's, oh. yeah, that's, that's pretty close to the top of my I list. Never, I, I never watched I never the remake. Watched I refuse to. I yeah. refuse to do that as well because there's no topping the first one. You talk, get me too. <laughs> that's it. You're not topping that ever. No, Remaking that, that movie, is it, it offends my sense. No, I'll, I'll fully take this on the chin. I haven't watched it either because I refused, but I don't need to watch it. The first one was perfect. Yeah. It's all it needed to be. I'll re all I did that. was see the trailer for the second one and realize it was an abomination. They missed Who, the, I feel like that when they remake films like that, what they are really doing is missing the soul of it. With Point Break, the original, what makes it great, in my opinion, is that you get this, this uh, tremendous um, chemistry that exists between Keanu and... Yeah, Busey. Pat, uh, Pat, yeah. Also Patrick Swayze. And Patrick Swayze oh, as well. Yeah, yeah, Patrick Swayze. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Kiedis and, and, and if you can't replace that soul, then you can't make a better movie. Like Fury Road, which we were discussing this before, that's not a remake, it's a sequel, but... But it was done so far past when... Well, that's who, but I was going to say that the person that was replaced, and we already discussed him very well, recently, yeah. but you replaced Mel Gibson yeah. with someone who did it better. That's did it better, the big And thing. you know what? Because that was uh, the original director came back for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they did it all practically. Yeah. They did it well. Yeah. And the actors that were chosen were fine, if not better. Did Mel Gibson not have anything to do with that? No. He had nothing no. to do. He was in jail for like murdering a Jew. <laughs> I don't shit. think he's ever been to jail. <laughs> yeah, well, you're right. He is white. But like, and like we discussed this a little bit earlier, like is Fury, because it's, it's neither a remake or a sequel. It's kind of like a different story. It's, it's kind of like, yeah, continuation, but reboot at the same time. Right, right. But they never it's followed up on it either. It was meant, it was meant to be a proper sequel. It's in the future post Thunderdome. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 
So it is a proper fourth film. Right. So it's not a remake. It's so still, it's a bad it's, example. It's but still Matt Rakitansky. Yeah. It's, the principles remain the same. If you want to remake the thing, as far as my point would go, is that you need to improve upon, or at least equal, the things that you had in the first one. When you're looking at a movie like Point Break, that's almost impossible to do. Yeah. You know, unless like the culture has changed so much, which it hasn't since that came out, that you can just like basically enter the entire new vernacular for it, like all new actors that people feel that new way about. But Keanu Reeves is very much so alive, very yeah. much so doing well, he the could exact still same do it. thing as he was doing back then. He's busy making Bill and Ted four or five, yeah. whatever the fuck one they're on. Yeah. You could have like, just done, done it with him. You know, like, that would have been better. Swayze's gone, but I don't think I didn't. Didn't he die at the he's end? A, he's alive in our hearts. Uh, I'll bring uh, up a more. Sorry, the end I was gonna. I was just gonna say at the. And he catches like the big wave. Yeah, and it's right. presume that he died. Yeah. Yeah. Also, that that scene is weird. Not to go off too far into this, it looks like they had filmed it like three years after they had filmed the, rest <laughs> of the beginning of that movie. Right. Yeah. It, they look noticeably older somehow. Yeah. No. Somehow. This it's called drugs and alcohol. This one's a more niche one because uh, the remake was made in the early 2000s. But Rollerball. Oh shit! I yeah. completely forgot. I they forgot. Made so Rollerball originally uh, a mid 70s James Con yeah uh, you, movie. You just unfortunately reminded me of another remake because Rollerball Rollerball was the expensive version of Death Race 2000. Yes. yes. Oh, and yeah. then they and then also they remade Death, Death Race 2000. I think yeah. they did like in the past 20 years another four or five of them. Death uh, Races? Yeah. The, the first one of which had uh, Jason Statham yeah. play the role in a completely different way of Frankenstein. Of, yeah. 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 It had nothing to do. I did not watch that because no. I actually it really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. raced around one. the prison. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because they were in the in the original film, they were heroes. It basically yeah. the entire they shifted the entire theme of the film. Yes, the original one was meant to be like a critique. Oh, thematically, it was of completely American different. society. Completely different. And so uh, so the forth. only thing yeah. that was similar was that there were cars, and that the name of the movie was Death Race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty yes, yeah. it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. Because I mean, we have. I think we could say pretty much universally here at the Loud and Drunk Podcast, we have a lot of love for Death Race 2000. Oh, oh yeah. my God, yeah. yeah. And yeah, those, however many of them that there are, those so Death Race movies three or four. are horrendous. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like, I, again, I have not watched They missed the point I of Death to. Race. They missed the whole point, yeah. exactly. It's meant to be like a, a funny <laughs> but political <laughs> critique, essentially, of how much the government sucks yeah. and how regular people don't care for it and they're rising up against the government. <laughs> and then you make Transporter 17 and call it Death Race. Right. And that's right. just terrible. Well, they were st uh, the new the remake was just saying how terrible jail is, which a lot of people don't understand that jail is bad. Well, and thank it's God we there. had Jason Statham to tell us that jail is bad because if anybody knows, oh. you know, another remake that I just saw uh, a couple of days ago, I noticed it on Hulu, and this is a. I think a Hulu show. Not a sponsor. <laughs> White Man Can't Jump. Uh, oh, they, they, well, they, they, they made it a TV show. They made it? It's actually made? Uh, I, I saw it on Hulu. I don't know if oh. all the seasons are, or like the, all the episodes or if it is even a TV show around that like because they do those like one-off tv shows sometimes of, horrendous horrendous and like because they tried that with lethal weapon i think uh, uh to yeah. make it a tv yeah, show and, yeah uh, i never saw it but yeah i believe they made it a tv show they also made a fucking macgyver into a tv show well the, yeah the original fucking macgyver which was what like six seasons or some shit something like that but they seasons. tried they have that they on... tried to remake it with, yeah. again missing the soul of yep. it because part of the soul when you look back at these old things is that it was about the person 
playing the character. Yeah. yeah. That the reason that it was successful in the first place is because that person's delivery of it was so like on the nose for, I guess, what the viewer, it's hard for me to quantify, but like what you wanted out of that. You felt like you were watching this person just execute something really well. And then they remake it. It's like when you look at MacGyver, if I can't have a Bigfoot episode, which makes <laughs> yeah. no fucking oh, one of, sense. Oh, one of my favorites. Yeah. If you can't give me that, then like you clearly missed the whole point of how absurd the show is. Uh, there was I, an episode of the original MacGyver where he just taught hockey. And yep. he didn't make a damn yes. thing. He just taught hockey for the whole episode. And you I, get to the end of it, and you're just you're upset. Like, what did I watch? <laughs> let's let's give respect. Richard Dean Anderson there as MacGyver didn't do a whole lot except for Stargate after that. But that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. well the Stargate TV show. Yeah. Let's uh, set. That Shout up. out to my brother for that one. Yep. Favorite show. Yep. Yep. Can't all be Babylon Five. No. Well. Your brother and I have that akin love for an extra dumb show called Sequest. Oh yeah. my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Didn't that kid kill himself? Yes. Uh, yeah. That was, sad. I feel bad I brought it up. That now. was, uh, what's his name from Never Ending Story, wasn't it? No. Oh yeah, Sebastian. Oh, no? um... Oh, I can't Sebastian. remember his name. We're just going to call him by the name. Uh, wasn't he in, was it no, Jonathan Landis? Or? Jonathan Landis. Is that right? No, that sounds Man, right. Pulled that out of... How's Falcor doing? Uh, he's, he's still around because he's never ending. All right, <laughs> gentlemen, I can confirm that uh, there is a remake of White Men Can't Jump. Oof. It's a it's a movie. Oh, on it Hulu. is a movie. It's a movie okay. on Hulu. I might watch it uh, in between uh, uh, this recording and the next, and maybe I'll give you a recap on it and how terrible it obviously has to be. I hope not. I'd rather just forget that it exists. No, I gotta, no, never forget. Well, they've yeah. been remaking a whole bunch of forget. stuff too, like TV shows. They re, they remade The Wonder Years. That's true. Did they? they remade Magnum ah. P.I. They just they remade, remade Miami uh, Vice. Currently on right now, uh, that Scott Bakula vehicle back in the day. Uh, Quantum um, Leap? Quantum Leap. Oh, I love that show. The only remake of Quantum Leap, and it, and it hardly quantifies as that, is when Always Sunny yeah. did oh, their Quantum Leap yeah, episode. Yeah. That Scott is Bacula how you was do in that. that. Yes, he yeah, was. Yeah. yeah, he was at the very end of the episode. It was phenomenal. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal. Oh, here's another it's one. The Gang Turns Black, I yes. think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, another episode. one that I haven't seen the remake and refused to, The Thing. Oh, I, I watched that. I know they made that. I watched that. There I watched that remake. remake. Which, is, which is funny, too, because The uh, the Thing, made by John Carpenter, yeah. is in itself a remake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The remake of that, I will say this. Uh, my understanding of how they went about that is that it was filmed first with all of the, it was basically done real world. So they created all the physical props, etc. Okay. Did all of those things. And I watched like clips of that on YouTube and shit and it looked pretty decent. Yeah. You know, now we're just talking about like, Action sequences, right? Right. Looked yeah, the film art, the... Yeah. The Apparent, apparently what happened was, is that they got done with that whole sequence. So they basically filmed the whole movie. Did they come back yeah. and replace everything? They, yeah. A producer <laughs> yeah. was like, this looks like shit mm -hmm. because I'm some fucking moron. Yep. And made them go over it with CGI for enormous expense, obviously. From what I and understand, it happens a lot. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Disney's it's having terrible. that problem with their... They uh, also added in... Star Wars and Marvel franchises. This is a thing that I feel like I've observed in a few different remakes and I am a little bit hard pressed to think of examples so I have observed it the thing would be my example here they add characters they don't just replace them with worse characters they, yeah, but they just uh, added into the thing you you started that movie the original one from 82 or some shit around there yeah yeah that was I don't know you start off with let's just call it 10 people mm -hmm. right out of the gate some of them are dead and you narrow it down to like 6 characters mm -hmm. led by Kurt Russell yes Kurt Russell, yeah. um, right so you've got that going in the remake they added in and maybe it was the diversity thing because they did add in a lot of women mm -hmm. and things like that presumably to add that element to it even though the first one did have women in it but 
they added in a tremendous amount of, you know, like, I guess what they, what Hollywood would consider minorities. They add these characters in and it wasn't a problem. Like they could have just swapped characters out. Like anybody could have been a woman or a black guy sure. or a fucking Chinese. It doesn't fucking matter. But what they did was just add characters. So you, oh. instead of having like six people that you could kind of keep track of and you care about two, you know, Kurt Russell <laughs> at the top of the list. Right. Instead you had like 15 people to keep track of. And some of them just like, to me, they just looked the same. Yeah. And it's regardless yeah. as to gender or color or anything like that. This is you why just, I can't watch British shows because they all look the same. Like, yeah, their teeth are all equally oh bad, which is normally Every, Everybody's the, white the and guy. I can't tell them a fucking part. British no. procedurals. They stick to that particular style so hard yeah. that, like, it could have been filmed 30 or 40 years ago. It could have been filmed last week. Oh, absolutely, yeah. You got it's, King it's, King James in there somewhere, yeah, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, no, that was uh, that was my main gripe with the thing. It was just they add in these characters. I couldn't tell them apart. Everybody's kind of, like, typecast. That's mm. the other thing. It's that when you throw in a shit ton of characters, you're removing these other elements from it where you're forcing your, in this case, the original six characters. They have to fulfill multiple roles. So you've got the guy who's funny, but he's afraid, and he's also the dramatic. And everybody's kind of fulfilling multiple, you know, multiple typecasts, I guess, as it were. And then when you remake it and you throw in 15 people, well, now you've got somebody for every stereotype. And so the characters are super one-dimensional. And not only can you not remember who they are, but you also just don't fucking care. <laughs> so you just kind of want everybody to die. And it's the weirdest thing because the thing is all about how hideous and, and egregious and awful this alien it's species all about is. Survival. And by the end of it, I kind of wanted the thing to win. And that's a strange well, feeling it, to have. Well, it is weird, but it kind of, at least for me, I'll speak for myself, when you like think back on like the Friday the 13th movies. You just hope oh, yeah. Yeah. that Jason kills all these fucking shitty fucking people. Yeah. And it's the thing is like the, the uh, studios and stuff like that, they, they jam pack so many more characters in yeah. to try to uh, fill out at least what they perceive representation so that like, oh, well, we got a black guy, we got a Chinese lady, we got like yeah. a, a Korean person and blah, 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 blah. But like, when you jam pack so many characters in something, you don't care about the characters. You don't care about the characters, right. and they become, when you're making a film, they become hyper monolithic. Yeah. And token. they're just, yeah, exactly. They're token characters. Yeah. You want them to die so you can start keeping track of, like, what's at some, important At here. some point, usually in the last five minutes of the film. Weed these people out so I know who I'm supposed but to be, like, like, paying attention to. We have to. A, di a diverse group of people, yeah. both here and in general, in this, like, broad friend group that we oh, have. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. And every person is a person, because <laughs> yeah. this is real life. You know? So the Chinese guy, the fucking Jew, the black guy, the fucking cracker over there, everybody is a human. Human being, and they've got their own fucking belief systems about everything. When you jam pack fucking fifteen people in there, and you've covered all of your fucking groups, you've got your black and your Asian and your Jew, and there's a Polynesian guy over there, and I don't know what other groups of people do exist well, on this planet. I, I would argue None. this. No, 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 that's it. Yeah. This is the point I would argue is that like they make these you know representative characters like token characters, like I said, where it's. I think that's actually a disservice yeah. because people are complex. Oh, yeah. And oh, like, yeah. a black guy doesn't have to act like a stereotypical black guy. Yeah. He can just uh, be yeah, a he person. He doesn't have to be ghetto. Uh, he can just be a person. character yeah. doesn't have to be the math person. Yeah, yeah. You know what But I mean? in these modern takes, they do have to be <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, And the best that Hollywood does, and honestly, I find it even more insulting because it, it shows, like, sometimes they'll just do that and you'll have, like, we'll use the Chinese character, right? Sure. Or we'll just go with Asian, right? They have the Chinese character and they're just that stereotype. They're great at math and they hack into the fucking system and, you know, they dish out 
out that we're in line. You know? uh-huh. They do all of these things. And that's bad by itself because it's just bad movie making. Mm-hmm. You know, just bad it's everything. It's lazy. I feel like it's even worse when they do, and I find this to be something of a common trope, where they'll be like, hey, you know, Mr. Kim, you're Asian. Can you do the math? And they draw attention <laughs> to the stereotype. And he's like, "Why do you think that I know how to do math?" Oh, and it's like, yes. and I feel when I when I hear that, when I see that in the film, I'm like, "Oh, so you knew exactly what no. you were doing no. and chose to do it anyway." No, that's the so ham-fisted it's just a, nature yeah, of it. Yeah. It's a, like it's like a well, spin get in the get face of, of the viewer, you know. It's funny because I I know a few Asians and I want to say most of them <laughs> are terrible at math. Yeah, just terrible. In at math. fairness, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Can I do a quick power round of names? I'll just read off that are shit they don't really have to discuss unless you feel like you. I'd, I'd love in. to hear it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Red Dawn. Uh, Total it. Recall. <sighs> RoboCop. <laughs> uh, Flatliners. What? Uh, wow. There yeah. was a remake of Flatliners? A couple years ago. Yeah. Why? Yep. Why? Yeah. Like, um, nobody even knew that movie. Yeah. Oh, maybe this one could take a little more, uh, could take some chat. The Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh, uh, I know this movie extremely well. That had well. Keanu yeah. in it. It did. Yes. Yeah. Um, so what I'll say about that is that the, the remake is not good. Keanu did a fine job. I think he was You fair. casted him and he did fine. Right. Maybe you shouldn't have cast him. <laughs> right. It's the, a blemish on his... Uh... The good thing about that remake, and the only reason that I would say that that movie, I like that it was remade, that mm-hmm. the thought was there to remake it, is that with the original, which was 1950-something, they yes. could not do... Very early. I forget the name of the the the, the robot. Klaatu? Uh, Klaatu. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you couldn't do that before you had CGI. So, Fair. Oh, yeah, and, that was and, just a guy in a yeah. suit. And that was and based off of a book. And yes. in the book, Klaatu was supposed to be like 60 stories tall. Yes, yeah, yeah, and he could I yeah, Basically, yeah. so the remake movie actually did depict Klaatu the way to, because he was supposed to be like a cloud of nanobots. He was infinitely mm-hmm. powerful. And that's kind of like, that's an important part of the story because he's supposed to be infinitely powerful. Like he could just destroy humanity if he needed to. Yeah. Right? And he was there as the protector of, of our, I guess, protagonist. Yeah. In the remake, they did that part right, but the rest of it sucked <laughs> so bad. And that wasn't, I love Keanu oh, Reeves. So I, like, I really, no, I if you part. ever listen to this, Keanu, my heart goes out to we you. Love I love you, Keanu. So yeah, we love you, Keanu. So it's just there to prove that he's human. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. I can't wait till we get to War of the Worlds. Oh, <laughs> I did put one Tom Cruise movie in this when they tried to kickstart the um oh, the know. universal yep. uh, monster the uh, dark whatever it was a universal monster kind of universe. So uh, the mummy they remade it oh. with Tom Cruise. I, I watched, watched that. that on a plane. I watched that here. Oh, I, that oh means I yeah, watched we it. watched that here, and it had uh, what's oh, what the fuck is this? I'm not going to air on our podcast well, what drugs Russell, we must have Russell been Crow, doing. Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe is Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. That's right. right. That was worse than that fucking um, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> which was which fucking was terrible. Wor- which was probably worse than the Van Helsing Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Oh, I forgot he was in the... They made us... <laughs> How yeah. many times can you do Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Oh, every time, but... Yeah. I mean, that's all the Hulk is. It, well, I was literally about to say, it's like the Hulk. He can't have his own property, but he can exist in other ones. Yeah. Well, that's a, issue, that's a rights issue. But. Yeah. So, uh, gentlemen, let me jump in here real quick and ask you a question about remakes, because usually when you're making a remake, you're either going to do the things that we were discussing before, which is, like, take liberties with the source material. Correct. And there's also remakes 
like some of these Disney ones that I unfortunately saw one of them, like the Beauty and the Beast, which is pretty much shot for shot. I saw that one as well. But it's live action, right? Almost watched that on a plane. It was fine, (laughs) but like I don't care about that story either. So I'm like, oh, I love the I love the animated one, the original. From back I mean, in there's the great songs, yeah. but the re- like, I don't care about the story. But what I, what, the question I want to ask is, if you're going to have to endure a remake, mm-hmm. what would you rather have? Would you rather have something where they have a little bit more artistic license, leave a little bit more creative where they can expand or redo things? Or would you rather it be a shot-for-shot remake of the original movie just mm-hmm. with different actors oh, and different stuff? Oh, yeah. Evil Dead. Evil Dead was a decent remake. It was, yes. It I was. agree with that. Yeah. Like, I, I was trying to hey, think of a good one, one but yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the only one. Yeah. I mean, it also had, I think, Sam Raimi backing it and it did, yeah. um, it a Bruce Campbell. Yeah. So it did. Like, and at they least- did the they did the the things that you, if you're a fan of the original Evil Dead, as I am, then they recreated that in the appropriate way. Mm-hmm. They added in additional themes, which were contemporary, and I thought a little stretched, a little phoned in. But overall, the movie had the same feel. What I would yeah. say, and in akin to exactly what you just said, it's neither of those options for me. You got to kind of capture that soul again yeah. in some way. It's the feeling. It is. Yeah. But and that's will, what Evil Dead, Evil Dead yeah. co- did kind of capture that yeah. soul. And that's, a, like, I think that's a big thing. When you're talking about a film that you enjoyed from 10, 20, 30, or more years ago, right? Yeah. The bottom line is that, and I love old movies, yeah. but there's a lot of things where I look back on them and the yeah. quality isn't uh, there. No. You know, well, and that's just from the time period. You have you to know. invoke the feeling. Yeah. That like is connected to that nostalgia. Give me that feeling and give it to me with what I've come to expect of cinema, which is a certain level of quality. You know, we're all. (laughs) What movies are you watching? Well, the the quality of the CGI. I'm obviously talking about Transformers. Oh my God! Oh, on the note of remakes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, is that a remake? Yeah, there was a cartoon one in 19. Yeah, I know there's a cartoon one, but I don't know if that's. You got the touch. Oh, you got the power. I got Uh, really. We brought up Rush. I got one that really offends my senses. We're going to talk about cartoons into remakes. Fucking Ghost in the Shell. Oh Oh, my God! Yeah, that was fucking terrible. Yeah. Holy, well, I mean, uh, the, <laughs> I, like, I don't care about ScarJo, like, the queen of just yeah. stepping into roles. So. I could forgive that, that whitewashing <laughs> if the, the movie was really at all it. fucking interesting. Yeah, I think Scar yeah, I don't care about the whitewashing. Yeah, like, I, I'm, I'll, I'd rather watch her in any role just because. Yeah. Then, like, but like, the story's got to be there. Yeah. And Ghost in the Shell is like, the, it just the, wasn't. The only approach, and I know you're going to disagree, Moses, but the only remake that's actually ever existed of Ghost in the Shell is, is the Matrix. Matrix. Yeah. yeah, you know, the only that's fair. Remake, yeah. I enjoy the Matrix better than I enjoy that Ghost in the Shell live action. Yeah. yeah. So, and I don't enjoy the Matrix I would, at all. I would make the jump right here to Eon Flux. Yeah. That oh, was shit. Yeah. I forgot about that. Who was yeah. that? We all tried to forget was that, about it. That wasn't Scarlett Johansson. That was the no, 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 Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that movie was that was bad. It was dog shit. Yeah. Bad. And I like I don't get how it would have ever been good because of the way that fucking cartoon was. Was just like creepy, unnerving, and uh, you could inducing. You could do that. But you would I need to know. try. You, can, but it, you right. would need so to try. For, well, yeah, so, you're not doing it with an A-list star. That, all right, so Aeon Flux, I used to love, what was that, uh, liquid, uh, liquid, liquid Television? Liquid yeah. Television. So Aeon Flux, Dog Boy, The Head, all that shit oh, back shit. The Max. Yeah. The Max. Oh, Max, yeah. that was a great fucking, yeah. And then they remade Aeon Flux. Aeon Flux had 
a really fucked up story mixed with a really fucked up art style. Yeah. Yeah. That was the that, art style is really. It was that heavy part, metal yeah. art style. Yes. Uh, yes. Heavy metal, but so fucking they made big points to be so visceral about yeah. it. Yeah. Like even more the than capturing the, the fly in the in her eye. Yeah. yeah. Was it was like basically creepy, yeah, it's like if, if you're familiar with Ren and Stimpy. Oh, correct. Then yeah. it's like it that was kind of like close up shots. Yeah. That when they're making you feel uncomfortable because they're so close. And you see the two like the whole fucking scene in the cartoon is just two tongues going at it. Yeah. And it's just like, uh... You're, yeah, the camera, like yeah, this. the camera is literally inside of their mouth yeah. as two trains pass each other. It's, and they make out between two trains. Yeah, they get it's completely intertwined. Yeah. You're just watching two tongues for what feels like an eternity. And then one of the teeth and the in somebody's yeah. mouth. Oh, like you hear the little clink it? or yeah. the, the, the scraping across? They had all the ASMR. Oh, well, I'm glad that you brought that up because I just have to say, like, uh, even as a child, I thought about that a million times. Like, how do you navigate that with your tongue? Yeah. Because I just, I wouldn't know how to go about the it. Sound, I wish I had that skill. The sound engineering of that yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remind me who played her in the movie. I know I saw the Charlie, movie. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Theron. 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 She was Aileen Woonros. Mm. In, uh, oh, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I, I know I've seen the movie. I distinctly remember watching the movie. I remember very little from the movie. All that they uh, did in the film was capture the I remember being very romance. upset with her casting, and I remember being very upset with the guy that played Love Child. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, what is happening? Yeah. It was a butchery of it, and they didn't. the movie did not grasp. So again, on the concept of capturing the soul of something, the show was all about this harsh dystopian future, which was terribly bleak and yet very technologically advanced. So on the surface, everything looked very nice. But the reality of it was that the show really beat into you is that this is you're living in hell. And yet these two people love each other right. and are separated from each other. Right. And the movie did zero no, of this. No, because some of my favorite bits from... <laughs> Uh, Aeon Flux, you know, the whatever you want to call it. I guess it's an anime of sorts. If yeah, you want to yeah. Call it. it was an anime. But yeah. like when she would transition between like the city yeah. and the. Oh, yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah. And there was like none of that shit. No, yeah. It was just the like. The closest they got to that, and this is this is one of the testaments I would say of like the AI aspect mm -hmm. of it. Because the original was animated, they were able to do it. I will say that like with the film, there was a scene where she's breaking back into the city and blah, blah, blah. And she like almost falls onto some like, like it's like a fucking, like it's like the green at a golf course kind of scenario. Well, and it all turns into and needles. The, yeah, and, yeah, and the grass is actually synthetic and it's meant to be a defense system. So it mm. turns into needles. Right, and, and the trees are shooting darts. And, exactly, yeah. 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 And, like, that part of it is a part of the original show. It's that this entire world was hyper-lethal. It was all based off of control. Right. Nothing that you saw that looked beautiful was actually natural. None of it was actually... The, none of it was the beauty that you thought mm. that you saw. It looked like a tree. It looked like this natural thing. But in reality, it was a weapon meant to control people, which is a fascinating concept. One that they did not explore <laughs> at all in the <laughs> remake of the show. And it was just so polished. It was so bright. Right. It yeah. was so. It was really glossy. Bright. Yeah. Aeon Flux was just. It was gritty. It was dirty. Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was meant to make you feel uncomfortable, and the only characters that really grasped what you were experiencing as the viewer were these two romantic interests. Correct. You know, and and in a sense, my experience anyway with it is that on the one hand, you were meant to hate Love Child, the mm -hmm. villain, you know, the antagonist, and then you also had uh, what fucking yeah, the main character. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you were meant to kind of empathize with each of these people, and yet at the same time, they were somewhat ambiguous ambivalent to this terrible scenario that they existed in. It was a dance. Yeah. It was a, it was a exactly. dance. Exactly. Well said. Yeah. yeah. It, the whole thing was just a dance. And, and what I felt was 
trying to be conveyed was that they're in love and this and that, but that they can't get past their political differences. One was power hungry and mm-hmm. the other was on the side of the rebellion. And and which is also getting back to that everything is a remake. This is a classic tale. Oh, absolutely. You know, that there is this struggle that exists under the surface and we have our politics and our belief systems, but that you can also experience this other side of the human condition where you're in love with somebody from the other side, which is Romeo and Juliet. Oh, exactly yeah, you know, right. Yeah, the Capulets like, and so on uh, and so forth. Uh, yeah. Montague's, Montague's, Montague's yeah, and yeah. Capulets. So that's really all that that story is done in this futuristic setting. And again, you remake the movie and how the fuck do you not get that? You make movies for a living. I'm a fucking schmuck drinking in a goddamn bar garage. Can I, and- <laughs> can I use that as a transition to maybe close off this segment? Well, what I wanted to do yeah, before we stop talking about bad re- remakes yeah. entirely, and maybe we won't be able to do this, but... This is a new song, right? It's a new song. Why make new songs? The original song. I hate it. The new, the, the old original songs are great. This is not what it's about. Wake up, wake up, wake up. What? Hey, have you not heard that scuttlebutt? No, the gossip, the buzz, the who said what. This is SpongeBob. Is this John Leguizamo? I'm really not. I'm really. I'm really not telling a joke when I say that I visualized the gun. I'm really not telling a joke right now. I'm not. Oh, I hate this. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, this I, is I, terrible. This is turning my stomach. So, so the little mermaids into like trap? <laughs> please, please, please. I heard scuttlebutt again. I can't deal with yeah. it. You've never heard of the trap house under the sea? <laughs> Sebastian probably got some beats. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yo, he got rocked too. What's up? <laughs> you won't get wet. So, gentlemen, we listened to Scuttlebutt from wow. the 2023 remake of The Little Mermaid. Nice. Reactions on this atrocity unto the Lord. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I haven't watched The Little Mermaid since I was in kindergarten. And then listening to whatever the fuck that was you just played for us is is actually taking a part of my soul. Yeah. Oh, the scuttlebutt! <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah. You, I, you guys were, when you were reacting to it initially, uh, you didn't hear even the worst part when she was like, what, what, what? It was oh, just it's like, it's ripping sound- off, uh, 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 what's it, Lil Wayne? <laughs> Lil Wayne. <laughs> it sounded like an actual seagull was trying to sing. Oh, maybe mm. that's what it was. <laughs> that's it. It was not, I, not it, a seagull. That really kind of upset me in a way I was not prepared for. (laughs) I I will say this. My sister is four years younger than me. Mm. I'm very familiar with The Little Mermaid. I have watched it thousands of times. I've watched it to the point where I would, honestly, if it was on right now, I would love to watch it. (laughs) I do not care that that is a movie that was originally meant for young women. I am all about that film. I think it's fantastic. I love the songs from it. What I just listened to is, uh, it makes me feel like humanity should be wiped out in some sort of a nuclear holocaust. I hope instituted by Russia or China or anybody who's willing to pull the trigger right now. Somebody step up to the plate, really. No, yeah, does someone do something about this situation that we found ourselves in? All, all I can say about that is, like, you, I want to get wet. Because whoever, whoever's involved with any of that, and even the smallest part, must be high on PCP to think that was a good idea. I would love to be high on PCP right now. I would, it might help that. It might enrage me. I don't, I don't even it know. It could go yeah. either way. I'd be more angry. I've never done it before, but I'm willing to try right now. 
I did that once. That you're listening to that song. I don't want to yeah, do that again. No, 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 no. Let let let's save it until we have cameras, so we can do a, a mixed episode of tasing each other while on PC. I would oh. love to be tased right now. I will take any part. We of could this. follow that up. Anything with my, to make uh, me forget what I just listened to. With, with my uh, my my passing. <laughs> I would probably yeah, die that, with that. Are we doing that live? It, well, we might as well if we're doing the PCP and uh, <laughs> electric shock therapy. I just realized now we have to do, we might, we're going to have to draw up contracts. It's going to be very odd. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me get the lawyer on the phone. Real quick, before we got off this completely, let me read you some of these, oh, please, please. Some of these comments. I, I'm looking to be really upset. Oh, these are comments. Yes. Okay. This song is amazing. I use it as an alarm clock, and I wake oh. up an hour earlier to avoid hearing it. <laughs> that's, Sir. That's good. Or lady. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> this You're so insane. Funny. This song is truly revolutionary. It should be played at max volume on repeat in every interrogation room. Ah, uh, yeah. I you know, I try, I try to stay pretty neutral, but maybe we need to start calling people. <laughs> oh, that, that's, we're long past that point. <laughs> Zero auto-tune, zero talent, 100% pure ass. Yeah, okay, I agree yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like that, ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, like that's that. fair. I yeah. don't like that. Yeah. This song is literally amazing. The way it made oh. everyone inside the theater cry and leave was so moving. <laughs> <laughs> and to think that their biggest issue was like this girl who's playing Ariel in the live action. Yeah, the mermaid was black or something yeah, like, like that. And people were in that. an uproar about that. Who gives a shit? Though uh, it doesn't make any sense. How no, because she's all the way how down there. How would you have melanin in your be... skin? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I love how this song captures the deep connection to the sea. Really makes me want to drown myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's nice. Disney. Yeah. Respect, respect. Yeah. And uh, that's actually fair. I love how we were arguing the scientific. Uh, uh, well, listen, of... if there's mermaids, they would presumably be white. <laughs> well, yeah, Is that unfair? There aren't mermaids, but like, I love that. But if white. there were, they would go, be super but, white. Yeah. They're under the ocean. Well, yeah. no, that would make more sense, but yeah. it's also mermaids. This, so. was a, this was a big topic when it was first announced mm. that she would be black. Yeah. Right. Like, I've heard conservative commentators just say, like, they're fictional. Who cares? Yeah. Right. Like, it's yeah. not that big of a deal. <laughs> I mean, no, that is the right point. Yeah. Yeah. It, we, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's, yeah. you're talk, it's a movie about mermaids. Uh, I'm just saying yeah. that you wouldn't have that Didn't much Ariel have a black sister in the cartoon, though? No. There was, because there was, no. there were other mermaids no. that were part of. In Tri fairness, the only person who had any color in that was the villain Ursula. <laughs> Which now that I'm saying it out who, loud, I realize who was done after maybe the there villain. was a little bit of racism uh, uh, there. Can I add a little something here? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right, Go ahead. So uh, it just hit me. So you talk about Ursula. So Ursula was designed with a divine, divine in and reference. Mine, yeah. Oh, I see that. Yeah. yeah. So and, uh, it they, should have been RuPaul in the live action. Well, no. So when the live action, <laughs> that would not have flown. No. Why? So the live great. action portrayed the same. Essentially, they had you know uh, Melissa McCarthy. I think is yes. The, that, that Melissa McCarthy is Ursula in the remake. Lady, you know, oh, portraying essentially the same iteration yeah. of uh, Ursula, and they got all butthurt. Over, because on uh, piggybacking, because the original cartoon character was based off a of divine. They should like, have. Why, had... why are you? Why? Why is this a point? Is this really upsetting you? Like, is this really? There's a lot of day? love for divine. Listen, and, when uh, everything's going your way, you gotta get upset about something. There's a lot of. Love Ursula for should have been played by Michael Clark Duncan. That is my argument. <laughs> I don't think he was around then. Yeah. No, he, uh, he, he was dead. He's. He, I think he was busy. Yeah. Well, can't they CGI him? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I mean this isn't Ghostbusters, man. God damn it. But it's like it's just the shit I see. I'm sorry. Like I don't care what fucking side you're on. You're all fucking idiots. If you're yeah. getting upset about like that it's really affecting your day. Yeah. Holy shit. The amount Find of nights hobby. that I've lost, yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know, double clean your guns or go on double the marches. I don't know. It doesn't matter, but find something else I wouldn't have time to go on double the marches. I'm going on three gun marches a week. <laughs> that scuttlebutt song, it, I don't get why. That was, I've never seen anything about it, never heard about it, but that's the real fucking... Uh, oh, it's terrible. That, that's... The aggression yeah. there. Like, yeah. why would you do that? Why would you add songs to something that already has the a great soundtrack? Great. A yeah. fucking great soundtrack. Yeah, and not for nothing. It's not like those songs were, like, steeped in the era. They were, no, like, they were just, just timeless fun. fucking songs. No, you could yeah. just do the they're same classic, song. classic, bland-ass Yeah, they're bland-ass It was, it was just yeah. a, like, about being, uh, you know, under want, the like, wanting the, the, I'm the sorry, other under side the of the fence. <laughs> like, the grass is always greener, and it ain't. You had a, a bunch of really good songs. Uh, you had "Kiss the Girl." Yeah, yes. "Kiss the Girl." Like that, yeah. Was, that was that was the type of song when you're like you're listen uh, well, you're that, watching that movie. Moses, when you're, your uh, your beard rape. is looking a little bit scraggly. Would you like a, a snarf blat? Oh <laughs> man, I have a dingle hopper to uh, mess that, actually. <laughs> for a kids movie. Kiss the girl was a little bit too sensual. Mm. Yeah. Like it was kind of like we're really laying this on. It's just like, like kiss her, kiss yeah. her. Yeah, she'll be with it. <laughs> That's fine. Don't worry. It, uh, you know it's funny. The only Disney movie that I ever like rewatched was that Fantasia collection where oh, it's like great. the whole the Mountain King at the end yeah, the giant, with all the demons Those and are shit great. like that. Yeah, it's all yeah. and uh, yeah. yeah. That was the because of course me. That's the only one. I enjoy that. One. That was the first DVD I ever bought was Fantasia. I had it on, v- on VHS. Yeah. I used wow. to really enjoy that. Yeah. So gentlemen, let's jump from bad remakes. Do good remakes. We don't have to spend a whole lot of time on yeah, this. Well, good, I there's not a whole lot of time. <laughs> no. I think we so, said Evil Dead. That's so it. Evil Dead. I will read this from... Actually, I won't read the whole thing. I'll just give you the list. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, from <laughs> MovieWeb.com. Best modern remakes of classic films ranked. So, number 15. The Departed, 2006. That was a remake? I didn't know that. I did not I know, know that, that one was It a is. Now, this is what they're going off. The Departed, directed by Martin Scorsese, is a remake of the first entry in the Eternal Affairs trilogy written and directed by Andrew Lau and Alan Mack. Really? It is a Japanese film. Oh, oh. oh okay. That's why we don't know you it. Know yeah. what? Yeah. You know what, though? Actually, we didn't win the war to that watch their movies. That kind of actually makes sense. Stylistic-wise, that movie. That's fair. Number 14, It, 2017. Uh, oh, that's fair. That I know it had a lot of fanfare. I never watched. I, I did. I watched both of those, and I will say that um, I have extremely mixed feelings about that. I think I'm that mixed. Tim, I'm fully Tim mixed. Tim Curry on. was the better. He was the better Pennywise. Um, and in Scar's his, in his and gen- Scar's yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the the again the CGI in the remakes was on point. See, I don't it have was genuinely I'm gonna say scary. I'm a full mix on that. Yeah. Uh, yes, he was the better. Portrayal of the character who yeah. Curry, Panny was, um, Curry was. Yeah, the, but those those two modern movies, like CGI wise, I yeah. enjoyed them. They were, I thought they yeah. were a little scary. The original yeah. one didn't have like the fear in it for me. See, Tim I, Curry is a scary guy. Yeah. I never gave, I never had too much love for it. Like I appreciate it. I didn't and care about it. I didn't care about the four kids uh, traumas. You know, fucking zeitgeist. But like. The rest of it, I, I, it wasn't. I didn't care about it. It would just stand by me with a scary clown. No, I enjoyed Stand by Me more because <laughs> there was no aliens. Let's not deep dive this. I give it a fair. Everybody feels fair That's on fair. it. Yeah. yeah. Next, let's do the next movie. Number thirteen. Dune, twenty twenty one. That's. Oh, tough. I mean, man. I guess it's better, but it kind of is. But I, I was so fucking boring no, that I stopped watching. No, I do not believe that this is a list that's saying it's better than the original. Now you guys are free to contemplate that on your own, but I think this is just a ranking of the best remakes, not I, better than the original. I will say a short piece on Dune. I've read 
all the Dune. Jesus. No. All, all 11 or so, whatever it is. God bless. 25,000 um, pages. Yeah. The, the, the original movie, which was, uh, what's his name that did that movie? Sting? No, well, he was, Sting was in it. A dreamer. Uh, Sting made that Hit movie. Hit those um, then. Oh, no. Uh, Lynch. David Lynch. David, David Lynch. Lynch did that movie. And it is so odd and peculiar. That and, in, like, in if typical. Vaguely faithful. If you put that in perspective, if it's David Lynch. Now, like, yeah, in, it's, in the late it. 90s, early 2000s, I can't remember exactly what, they did an actual, it might have been on like sci-fi or something, like a five or six part miniseries. Yeah. No, of, that's like, correct, of like yeah. the first. I've seen it. Whatever. It was a bunch, of, and that was pretty good because I, as a person, I actually read the books. It was pretty good, and Dune's a story that takes place over like 5,000 years, so it's a whole fucking thing. Yeah. I do not hate the new Dune movies. I think there's some really good visual effects the in it. The visual effects are Oh, cool. it was and, a beautiful movie. And oh. so care about far, uh, at the rate they're going, they're going to have to do 15 movies to get this story done. Oh, yeah. That's what they do now. I give respect. Marvel set the tone. At least it that lost the Lynchian kind of weirdness. Yeah. Did but, the book have that huh? that weirdness that the Lynch put on it? Uh, no, well, Lynch. I mean the book own. is weird. The books are weird as fuck. Yeah. But Lynch has his very unique style yeah. of uh, style. The, the, yeah. This story, uh, the story yeah. itself is weird in that you're describing civilizations that are not related to humanity. So it it includes it's five thousand years in the yeah, future. Yeah, it includes and, that they're describing these yeah. cultures, and it's, and these it's cultures, cultures are very different from ours. It, wow. it's, it's a messiah it's of, story, but it's also an engineered messiah story. No, yeah, it and sounds then, like yeah. demolition, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> Number twelve, the ring. Uh, 2002. Mm. Oh, the, the American remake. The American remake. Uh, are they saying yes. it's ru- the uh, Japanese version? The, the Japanese uh, yeah, version yeah, is yeah, way better. Yeah, yeah. The Japanese version is way better. Japanese versions are typically better. often they're much better. Oh, is old be- is old boy on that list? God damn it! It has to be. God damn it! You gotta wait. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Number eleven. Leaving. Cape Fear, 1991. What? They I didn't remake. I didn't Cape realize Fear? they remade that. No, this is nineteen. This is the nineteen ninety-one oh, version, the one oh, okay. that I. All right. Oh, I forgot that was. You a know, oh. that was actually pretty good. I love that movie. Yeah, let's start. Uh, what's it called? Julia Lewis and um, what's, what's his what's Robert his De Niro. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Yeah. Robert yeah. De Niro. Yeah. yeah, that was one of his better roles. Yeah. I- I'm gonna before have to search out the original then. Fully yeah, before the Fockers. I-, I will have to search out the original. All right. So they don't give the year for this, so I'll be more specific. Uh, number ten. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. This no, is the, the remake was terrible. No, this yeah, is the remake is terrible. terrible. Yeah, no, this is no, the no. one with John. Terrible. And they're remaking it again. Of course they are. With Why Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka. Where and again, know him and from? again, and again, and again. I know yeah. the name, but I can't. I can't. He's he's the Messiah dude in Dune. I feel uh, like right. watching <laughs> watching no. that remake no. is just it's, it's. Was Johnny Depp not available? Because like get him back then. Uh. He's had some legal trouble. <laughs> it didn't look like it was that much. Somebody shit in his bed. I don't know oh. if you heard this. I don't know. It's like you've never been to a party. <laughs> God damn. Well, I'm not to my party. Remaking that one. Number nine, and I think some of us will have a good laugh at this one. Ocean's Eleven. Nice. Uh, yeah, the Sinatra one uh, wasn't great either, though. No, it's a bad story. Yeah. It's a heist movie. It was never and it's been a good done. movie. Yeah, just watch the movie Heat. Because what they also did, like, in, in in the era of the remakes, they did, like, an Ocean's 12 and Ocean's, like, 13. Which yeah, made yeah, no 14, sense. 15, 16. Yeah. I don't know how many yeah. they did. But. Ocean's 12 had Julia Roberts as a, like, a. it's a huge plot point. She's playing herself but like playing someone else playing herself yep. because she looks like Julia Roberts oh, because she's Julia Roberts. No. I just, hate it. I hate it when they do that. Yeah, they just did that in Black Mirror. 
Ugh. Ugh. Actually, you still watch that? Ugh. Oh, yeah. It's, it's interesting. That calls there's, for another shot of Jameson. There's one yeah. or two episodes you in know that, what? Might need that are all right, I guess. Tell you and what. then the rest are garbage. Yeah. Number eight, True Grit. Mm. Oh, 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 that was, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed both of them. Now. Let's mix them. Ooh. The Clint Eastwood was like... Ooh. I almost. I also might be thinking of Gran Torino. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Yeah, that's uh, the, the original True Grit was starring John Wayne. John Wayne. Yeah, the no, Duke. no, the original. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Duke, also giant piece of shit. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, he, like he was good. <laughs> it's in what just he so was funny. It, it, as a weird little quick aside, I grew up. I was a latchkey kid. Both my parents worked, so I'd, I'd walk over to my aunt uncle's a lot, and uh, my. Very Italian uncle by marriage loved spaghetti westerns and he loved the Duke. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. How many? How many oh, what the fuck was the movie I was just thinking of? Um, fuck, I can't think of it. No, nah, it's fine. Fair. Oh, Josie Wells. Josie Wells. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh the outlaw Josie Wells. Yeah, was, yeah. I like that movie. Uh, number seven, The Magnificent Seven. Ah, uh, that was the Netflix Tarantino thing, wasn't it? The, the remake. I think it was Tarantino. Well, or wasn't that on Netflix? He loves. He was loves it an actual Westerns. movie? I don't know. I think it was a movie. Was it a, in theaters? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if it, I don't know if it was. I, a movie. I, I thought remember. it was just a movie on like Netflix I think it was. or whatever. But yeah, it was fine. I enjoyed it, but yeah, like fine. Eh, yeah, eh. didn't need to be done. But no. fine. No. Number six, A Star Is Born. I don't know what, what that is. That? Oh, yeah. Was that that, uh, is that about Lady Cher? Gaga? It was Lady Gaga yeah, and Bradley Cooper. I never Cooper. saw it. I know it, uh, Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper vehicle. Am I supposed to like Bradley Cooper? I, hear I think women you should that like Bradley like Cooper because he's he's all right. He's Rocket Raccoon. He's fucking great. Yeah. I saw a movie that he was in called like The Cook or The Chef or something. So oh, I man, haven't seen the good. original and I haven't no, seen no, no, that. Yeah. So yeah. I, 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 can't I got really, nothing on that yeah. one. He Bradley Cooper was... Like it, you can guys can make fun of this and it can also be a topic for a, uh, another day. Sure. Uh, he was the weakest link in the A Team movie, trying to uh, play oh, face. Oh, that's face. fair. No, that's he fair. Was yeah. Face yeah. yeah was Nobody like, watched yeah, that yeah, except yeah. for us. Uh, yeah. 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 Like they flew a tank. Yeah. Yeah. They. Yeah. And the yeah. only one to top that was Fast and the they Fury. They spent thirteen million dollars making that movie and they made twenty-seven dollars from all of us. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I saw. I saw. It, I yeah. saw it fair. twice, so it's more like. All right. Fine. Thirty-two. Number five. Scarface. They remade that, that was remade. What? Uh, what was that remade? The one with Al Pacino is the remake from a 1932 really? oh, wow. I movie. Didn't know that. I didn't know. I, it was I would a like movie. to seek that movie out. Yeah, yeah 1932. Yeah. Again, I did not that should know be that. interesting. Number four, The Mummy. Oh uh, yeah, that's uh, terrible. Uh, we covered I, that. I, all right, if I can just make a point about that, they're making a correlation between the Brendan Fraser Mummy movie and oh, the, the okay. No. Well, no, no, oh. and the Tom Cruise Mummy. No, 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 no. They're not. There are this one and this list is the Mummies uh, starring Brendan Fraser as the remake make, oh, to the 1932 oh, film. Oh, all right, that's oh, where I was at. No, who Boris Karloff or Boris yeah. Karloff? Yeah. yeah, I love. I just want to side note. I just love Dan's response to you. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, because I was an immediate dead stop right there. I forgot about that for Brendan Fraser <laughs> yeah, yeah. movie for a minute. Because I because saw the comparison thing. between the Tom Cruise vehicle I mentioned earlier. Oh, that's terrible, yeah. And Yeah, that's the, where I was going. But I feel like I feel like they're different things. I you felt can't like compare the, the Universal Frazier Monsters to yeah, really was their anything. own thing. Not yeah. connected to that, like, that, yeah. that universe. They're yeah. separated by way more time. Number three, Bram Stoker's Dracula. There's never really been a great... Because uh, that was terrible. That also had Keanu in it with Winona Ryder and uh, Gary Oldman. The remake. Or I, the remake I assume you're talking remake, about. The remake, yeah. Because yeah, there's a the, thousand yeah. fucking Dracula remakes. Yeah. They're, 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 in this one, they're, they reference the 1931 original I, I'm Dracula. I'm going to be... Right, for me, and yeah, this is full disclosure, I have not seen that 1931. I have, But, yeah. like, I... 
watch like old like Nosferatu and shit like that. And I really no enjoyed- copyright infringement there. Yeah, totally right, different thing. Exactly right. But like I did very much enjoy the one uh, more so for like Anthony Hopkins and Gary Oldman. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that movie when it came yeah. out. I very much honestly did. like if you're putting forth a serious effort, unlike some of these other remakes that we're talking about, it's hard to fuck up Dracula. Yeah. You really need but to that go Dracula off the kind of did. But I, I enjoyed the imagery of that movie. Well, exactly. the imagery yeah, was beautiful. very good. Imagery. The cinematography. You love aside. Interview with a Vampire, which yeah, is that's the same a fucking, fucking great fucking. Thing. That's a great fucking movie. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying. I that's, do like that movie. Yeah, nothing to do with Dracula. No, they don't even bring him up. It's it's a not, vampire not, movie, let's Moses. Not, let's not get that deep on an Anne Rice vampire story. Number two, The Fly. Oh. They rem- well, yeah, because the, orig- the original was in the 1950s, yeah. and the remake yes. was with Je- Vincent Jeff Price. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Vincent Price, yeah. 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 The remake is, I think, better. I think it's great, yeah. yeah. The remake is better. I, I love I, Vincent Price, but movies from the Vincent Price era are not hyper-relatable. And, the yeah. Vincent Price, the fly, is him still in a suit with a fly head and yeah. pincher fucking Yeah, and so we on. go back to the CGI thing. I was pointing out that the yeah. visual effects do matter. This is weird, because yeah. flies don't have... Pinchers. It will, yeah. Well, I don't know enough about flies to confirm right. that. Right. Oh, but the, uh, the Jeff Goldblum vehicle, the fly, I very much enjoyed. Yeah, Sprung the Fly is uh, heads and tails above. Number one, and we mentioned this earlier, The Thing. Wow. Oh, that's his number one. That's, wow. I, Was Evil Dead wow. not out yet? You got to be careful. With How these old lists. is this these, list, Dan? Yeah. Now, you got to understand who's making these lists. Yeah. This was updated in May 30th of 2023. Oh, yeah. Right, so, so there you go. Out. Yeah. Suck on that, Moses. And yeah. then, then, I'm sorry. This I'm is sorry making, they're what wrong. Is, what is the title of this list? Best Modern Remakes of Classic Movies Ranked. There you go. Number one is the remake of The Thing? Number Let's one all is- watch that film together as a family because I have so many things to say about it. My God, from I, what I understand family. no one's I watched family. it. But I have watched it. <laughs> Number one is The Thing with Kurt Russell. Oh, okay, oh, okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. I didn't know there was well, one before that. That's a horse of a different color. Yeah. So all this has really taught me is that I got to do some research and some small yeah. fucking movies. There's yeah. a lot of uh, yeah. thoughts that I didn't consider going yeah. into this because I didn't know they were remakes. That well, doesn't sound like you did not consider some other thoughts. <laughs> no, I uh, no. Let's shut up. I don't usually do it. <laughs> Let me ask you guys one quick question before we wrap, please. What was missing from that list? Uh, oh, I didn't, I didn't hear Fury Road. I'm gonna die on that hill. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. I don't know. I'm just. I, was, was I didn't think you were listening to me, so I was just. Yelling. I mean, Beauty and the Beast wasn't bad, but uh, I I saw that on another list. I I wouldn't put that up there because I. Oh, little, Top Gun. Top Gun is not a it's remake. Not a remake. It's, 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 it's a continuation. Oh, yeah. uh, remakes, remakes, shit. Not yet, Dan. Well, you said Evil Dead. Yeah. So it's the hill I'll die on because. Also mentioned before, Old Boy. Oh, oh well, no, that new one was garbage. No, okay, yeah. okay. The new yeah, one was garbage. That new one was garbage. I, I really like him, but yeah. like, uh, I wanted to like it, but I, I just can't. You can't remake it because the uh, basically the Korean temperament in terms of like the cultural thing that they're looking for in a film is intrinsically different from what Americans. Are it's looking why for. Uh, Red it's, Dawn didn't. The yeah. sequel didn't work because. Well, like, I mean, I, I don't know if I agree with that entirely, but what I was going to say is, as far as revenge films go, Eastern cultures are about like this, this like visceral, gritty revenge. Mm, yeah. That American films sometimes used to include, but you don't see it anymore. American films typically oh, no, include that a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. The last and, one was yeah. like what? Payback? 
I, pff, wow, uh, me. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. So I was That's mistaken. I for. actually was alluding to the original 2003 movie. I thought it was a remake. It is not. Okay. So that was my mistake. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. I just feel suddenly inspired in a moment, and like it's going to be very quick. If you have not seen Ichi the Killer, go search that oh, out and watch my it. God, oh, that's that is a, a great movie, fucking yeah. film. Yeah, has nothing to do with remakes or anything, but like yeah, uh, bringing up old movie. boy yeah. just just stirred that moment. Watch yeah. Ichi the Killer. Yeah, nobody makes a revenge film better than basically. It's really just Japan and Japan, Korea. Japan. Um, they make they make revenge films fantastically. They pull no punches with it. No, they it, can it, have and, the sad ending, but they but it's always a revenge. Film. Yeah. And no, like you that- don't get, uh, and I like that. I feel like we're, we've become so like, it's just the nature of like our culture now. It's like no one is willing to tolerate yeah. or anything movies, but a happy ending. Even when we make a revenge film, Americans, uh, Hollywood, whatever you want to call it, when we make a revenge film, it's never a revenge film because it always ends with the guy getting the girl. It always has that positive ending. Whereas that Eastern film, Japanese, Korean, yeah. whatever it yeah, may be, yeah, yeah. it doesn't end with them getting what they wanted. No, the it only ends thing with the end they, of their story. Yeah, it ended with them getting the revenge. Revenge that they need it. Yeah. And that's a that's a really big difference. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And yeah. I love it for that. Because, like, here, like, in Western culture, the way we do movies is that, like, they're always, like, systematically, there's always got to be, like, a good feeling at the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, I don't need the like, good feeling. Because no. the story that you're telling me the whole, for two fucking hours is a tragic, terrible story. every so day does not end out. with a good feeling. No, exactly. Sometimes you go to sleep tired and angry. Yeah. <laughs> that's a thing. That's a real-life scenario. But it's like it's the realest thing. That's why I like, I mean, Japan, as you said, Japan does it so well. They do, yeah. They yeah. do, like, they still do a lot of stuff that has to deal with honor, and honor doesn't always end with happy no, feelings. No, exactly, yeah. Sometimes you just achieve your very limited goal. Right. Vengeance, right? Um, but you don't get what you actually wanted, right. and, and that's okay. Something, you know, ultimately terrible. I mean, and they're very good at the cut to black. Oh yeah, with yeah. like the the facial realization of like what's next is going to yeah. be horrific. Oh yeah, yeah, they leave you wanting a little bit. But yeah. I, I mean, again, film cinematography should be something of a relationship back to real life in yeah. some degree or another. Yeah, and they still capture that. I love that. I think it's interesting. Well, we're on the note of Japan, but we are going to wrap. Yeah. Um, we talked about remakes for quite a bit of, uh, amount of time, and we never even mentioned any of these remakes happening in video games because those are oh, all over the oh, place. Uh, be- before, <laughs> during today, I, I was thinking about that. I had to keep shoving that out of my head. Yeah. Because that's a whole, that's a whole different, different thing. thing. But yeah. the one thing I would like to essentially close on is if you're going to remake, it makes more sense to remake a video game because there's more technology now to make it better, the gameplay different, this, that, and the other yeah. thing. Yeah, systems especially, change. Yeah. Especially if you're like remaking a game from like the 16-bit or 32-bit. Well, era. I mean, absolutely. And like a, a common work time on a game these days is like four or five yeah. years. Yeah. But exactly. with movies, it almost seems like there's no reason to do it at all, other than lack of creativity, lack of ideas. No, they're also, trying to. They're yeah. trying to. Uh, Cash in on the nostalgia. nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. Because you can look at some of these effects, like in Jurassic World, yeah. they look inferior to Jurassic Park from 1994. Yeah. So the technology might be better, but it's Doesn't also necessarily used. necessarily make it yeah. better. Yeah, it, it only translates in some ways. Sometimes you could make it better back then with real life effects. Um, and then other times you just couldn't do it with uh, uh, the Earth still. Is that the name? <laughs> the day of the earth. The still, day of the earth. Still. Yeah, yeah. Um, with that, you really couldn't do what you needed to do to recreate the original story. 
so the remake carries with it that that basically just modern technology right. you're able to recreate there's a the there's a new story. indiana jones coming yeah. in the theaters oh, right thank now God. with yeah. a fucking 80 year old harrison yeah. ford yeah. at the helm 80 years young yeah and that's that's already not looking great too no. that movie cost a lot of money and they're gonna cost have to make a shit ton yeah. of money and they're gonna have to make like at least three times that back. It, it, I it mean, can't all be firewall. It, it can't you know, be firewall. Listen, too. he's got a lot of money, but he keeps crashing airplanes into fucking golf courses. You yeah, know, but he can afford to. Imagine that. Yeah. Like, what? What? If what I was that age, it's not that I bought too many Ford. whiskeys this week. I crashed an airplane into a golf course. <laughs> That's what you do for I fun. I owe like three million dollars. <laughs> it's funny. I just keep surviving. Yeah. Shockingly. But ultimately, that lack of authenticity in, you know, the effects and all that stuff, that's the thing in a movie that we mentioned. We were yeah. kind of thinking before, that's what I was talking about, the Thing remake. It looked yeah. less scary because of all the computer animated nonsense that went yeah. into it. There is still – and, like, yeah, if you have the budget of, like, the big studios, say, like, the high-end Marvel movies, you can put a lot of money. Basically, visual effects come down to the amount of money – yeah. That you could put some money in them. Yeah. You could have incredible visual effects if you have millions yeah. upon millions of dollars. If you have no soul. movies aren't fucking like. No. The special no. effects are pretty shitty. No, if you have no exactly soul right. to back up those effects, right. then you still will just have an action movie. And, and, if, and if you were trying to recreate something that was a beautiful, complex action drama, whatever, and all that you can do is create an action movie, that's all that you fucking got, which is a shit film by comparison. It's. And that's why I feel. Like of one of the few that we put out as good, Mad Max Fury Road, they yeah. did a lot of work to try to maintain the soul the of that style. The authenticity yeah. of the, the filming of yes, the original. Yes. Yeah. All right. With that, gentlemen, I think we're done here. Yeah. I'm never done. Well, Shut I mean, up, Davenport. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Davenport right. that we oh. get out of here. That's the hat trick right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, salesman. <laughs> by the way, correction. You Got the Touch is not performed by Rush. It's performed by Stan Bush. Yeah. So. Thank you, you for giving us that information. <laughs> <laughs> I will not have. Everybody was wondering. I will, have, will not have Rush be smirched on this no, podcast. No, no, no. Well, not allowed. Uh, well, boys and girls, glad that you joined us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a five-star review. Check us out on YouTube and Rumble. Make sure that you like, comment, share, and subscribe. You can also follow us on social media. We are at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Locals. If you enjoyed this podcast, then think about contributing to us on Locals. So, Moses, closing thoughts. I just would like to congratulate you on your promotion from uh, producer to host. Oh, Congratulations. Well, uh, yeah, that's really, it's really, it's not really a promotion. I was always the host. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? You are a little less of an agent of chaos in this one, so I won't bust your balls. Justin, closing thoughts. Two claps for Moses. There oh, they are. Good job. I need a shot. Um, listen. The, the world will try to abuse all the things you love and hold dear. Just, you know, don't lose hope. Yeah. Hold on to the things you like and, well, everything's taken, so fuck off. Love yourself. Have a drink. Love yourself. <laughs> this is a Davenport in closing. What are your uh, thoughts? <clears throat> I am Jimmy Davenport. <laughs> That's it. All right. All right. So, Davenport, no. what are your thoughts on igloo-ing? <laughs> oh, shut my up, God. Shut up. Oh, no, 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 no. Turn these mics off. No, 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 no. Muting all of you now. So, for Moses, Justin, and... 
Mr. Jim Davenport. I am your host, Dan Legendson. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, this is Loud and Drunk.